Welcome to With Heart and Wonder. This is a place for us to explore heart-centered living and to celebrate what it means to live with wonder, with awe and appreciation for the possibilities that are within us and around us. I'm Megan Johnston, and I am truly so honored and excited that you are here. Let's dive in and journey together. Hello, hello. You are listening to episode 70 of With Heart and Wonder, and it is honestly just so great to have you here. Today's episode is actually an invitation to get curious about decision-making, specifically the fear that can surround this idea of making the right decision. I'm someone who puts a lot of pressure on myself to make the best decision. And lately, I've been thinking, what if there is no best decision? I think so often we fall into this trap of thinking that there is a right and a wrong choice. But what if there really isn't a right or wrong choice? There are just two different choices. I'll be really honest, decision-making is something that I have always struggled with. And when I say that, I don't mean just that like it's been hard, (laughs) but historically, even really simple decisions have overcome me with anxiety. So when I was little, if we were going out to a dinner as a family, my parents actually started to adopt this strategy where they would show me the menu in the morning so that I could start considering, I had all day to consider what I wanted to eat and I could make a choice before we even left our house. They developed this strategy after one too many restaurant meltdowns where they had to comfort a totally distraught, crying preteen, terrified, and I mean that, like, like a visceral, embodied feeling of terror of making the wrong choice about what to order for dinner. So there's this whole wide spectrum of decisions that we are faced with in our day-to-day life, and some are arguably on the smaller side, like what to order off the menu or what book to read next. And there's some really big decisions, like whether to stay in a job where we feel unfulfilled, whether to begin or end a relationship, whether to move cities. But when it comes to any sort of decision, often... What we are looking for is this feeling of clarity. We're waiting to know with certainty which is the right path. But what happens if you can't get clarity on the sidelines? What if, in fact, clarity necessitates some form of action? What if it requires letting things get a little bit mucky first? What if what's needed for clarity is our willingness to take a brave step into the dark woods, not knowing what's on the other side? About a year ago, just over, I found myself at this moment of a crossroads. And I remember thinking at the time how it felt like I was in the middle of a forest with these two paths in front of me. So paralyzed by this fear of picking the wrong path, I was trapped in indecision. So I sat down 
sitting in the deep, dark forest, two paths in front of me at a crossroads, just waiting, waiting for some kind of divine intervention, waiting for clarity to like fall from the sky and for me to just know. So I was not actually in a forest, but this is the visual I had in my mind during this this moment of light. It's what it felt like to me. But here's the thing. In this case, as in the vast majority of the decisions that I've faced in my life, in most of the decisions, and you think about it, like we make dozens and dozens and dozens of decisions every day. Some of them so small, like what, what to wear in the morning. For the majority of these decisions, the consequences are not life or death, even if we feel like they are or treat it like that's the case. There wasn't a right or wrong choice for me in this moment. They were just two different choices filled with different possibilities. If we go back to my visual of the forest, there wasn't a right path. In my mind, I was treating it like there was one path that would like certainly lead to death or something absolutely awful. And the other to some sort of happy ever after ending with no like road bumps along the way. But the reality is that it's not so black and white, is it? They were just two different paths leading to two different views. Two different paths with different gifts, with different challenges, with different opportunities. Two different places to explore. And if it's just two different paths or two different possibilities in front of us, if there is no right or wrong choice, then the way through the feeling of being stuck is to take some sort of action. When I say this, I don't mean, I'm sure maybe it's you or maybe you've seen people do it. But that kind of like really frantic, ungrounded action when somebody just like, like it almost comes from that place of restlessness and just to do something. I'm not talking about that type of action. (laughs) That type of action often is coming from a place of anxiety and fear. But what I'm talking about is the kind of intentional action that is grounded in a curiosity about the challenges and the possibilities. A type of action that is anchored in your inner knowing that whatever is going to come up, you'll find a way through. Instead of waiting for the clarity to come, what happens when we make a choice to move forward? with this type of intentional grounded action. It's almost like we let ourselves taste the possibility and feel into whether it is in fact the right path for us. It's like sometimes when I'm at a restaurant and I still, I mean, I'm a lot better than when I was young, but I still sometimes get really overwhelmed just by making a choice about what to eat. And sometimes, have you ever done this yourself? I'll start to place my order. And as the words are coming out of my mouth, 
I changed my mind to the other thing I was considering. It's like through being <laughs> through being in that place of starting to move forward, we can feel like, uh-uh, no, that's not, that's not actually what I wanted. And the same thing has happened to me in other situations where I'll think that I want to proceed in a certain way and maybe I start to draft an email and then I realize like, no, this doesn't feel right. But that knowing wasn't possible. If I was just waiting for certainty and clarity, the knowing came from starting to move forward and seeing how it felt, from paying attention with that sense of curiosity. It's the difference between sitting on the ground in the forest, hoping at some point we'll just know, And making the courageous choice to journey deeper into the woods, not necessarily knowing what's on the other side, but giving ourselves permission to take it just one step at a time. What happens when we take away the pressure of making the best decision or the right decision and we simply allow ourselves to make a decision? I know in my own life, there have been these times where I've spent so much time and energy, like it's painful how much time and energy, uh, painful for me, but in fact, more painful for those around me, Um, sometimes days and weeks, like fretting over a decision about something that I could have actually like started and completed in far less time. And all of that energy I put into avoiding the decision, waiting for for clarity or for some kind of like external form of validation or just doing a whole lot of frantic pro-con lists, all of that could have been used for so much more creative and generative things. And it's not to say that we need to rush ourselves, like not at all. I deeply believe in taking time to ground and process. It's just an invitation to notice your patterns when it comes to making choices. Whether these are choices about what to order at a restaurant or choices about the future of your career. And perhaps an invitation to notice when you are waiting for external guidance for this sense of knowing to emerge from outside of you as opposed to grounding into your own inner knowing and making whatever choice feels most right in that moment. Knowing that what feels most right can change. There may be times when there is a right or wrong choice, but we can also start to notice The times that we convince ourselves that that's the case, when in fact, there are just two different possible experiences in front of us. There is a whole lot more that I could say about decision making and even some of the tools that have most helped me in my own life, but let's leave it here for today's episode. It feels like the perfect place to stop. That being said, I would honestly so cherish the opportunity to hear from you. I'd love to know if there is a decision that's been weighing on you, big or small, 
Or if there's a type of decision that often shows up for you as feeling really sticky and challenging. I'd love to hear about it and it just might inspire a future podcast episode. You can reach out to me at hello at meganjohnston.com or on Instagram at Megan L. Johnston. Until next time, keep living with heart and wonder.